Welcome, friends, to the Girl Mom Podcast, a community where we aim to be strong mothers raising empowered daughters. This is Carrie Kempakis, your host, and you're listening to episode two. On today's show, I'm going to share some of the backstory that led me to write my first book for mothers. It's actually been four years since I've released a book, and that's because I was waiting for a special idea to grab me. Now, as a writer, I don't have many moments of crystal clear clarity, but with this book, I got that. And when one of my editors told me that the day this book proposal came in, it affected her personally, and she thinks she may have freaked her eight-year-old daughter out when she picked her up from camp that afternoon and gave her a big hug and told her how much she loves her in front of her friends, I realized how that is the conversation I want to begin. This new book for moms is called Love Her Well, and you can pre-order it now online at Amazon, Barnes & Noble, ChristianBook.com, and Books A Million. And whether you're listening to this episode alone, with friends, or with your favorite girl, I hope it encourages you to parent with a spirit of strength and invest in your relationship with your daughter. Thanks for tuning in and enjoy the show. So recently on social media, I shared some exciting news. On August 18th, 2020, I'll release a new book for moms of teen girls called Love Her Well, 10 Ways to Find Joy and Connection with Your Teenage Daughter. I'll be honest, I never planned to write a parenting book. Like every parent out there, I mess up all the time. And I believe my best advice may come in 20 years when my four daughters are grown up and I have the broader perspective of time. But I wrote this book because moms are struggling now. Moms want to hear from other moms who are in the foxhole with them and get their secret battles. In 20 years, our parenting culture will look totally different. And though I may have more wisdom by then, just like all of you, I won't relate to those parents like I can relate to parents today. I also wrote this book as an act of obedience. I knew that God wanted me to share my stories and my resources, yet within weeks of starting the manuscript, I saw new tensions arise between me and one of my daughters. As my inner critic got stirred up and started to scream, who do you think you are to write this? You are totally unqualified. I realized I had a choice. I could either quit and accept defeat or lean into my struggles and write from a place of vulnerability and deep trust in God. As this book releases, I'll have three teenage daughters and one preteen daughter. I'll need the conversations that I hope it begins. And while I have long had a heart for teenage girls and equally wrote two books for them, God has slowly softened my heart to the moms of teenage girls as I've become one myself. Because here is the irony. Back in 2014, when I released my first book for teen girls called 10 Ultimate Truths Girls Should Know, moms would often come up to me at speaking events and thank me for writing the book. They tell me how it felt like I'd taken the thoughts in their head and put them down on paper, and they share stories of the great conversations they'd had with their daughters after they read the book. The moms would then ask me, when are you going to write a book for us? This is where I would smile politely, as we do here in the South, and say, I don't know, even though every bone inside me screamed, never. Honestly, writing for moms sounded way too intimidating. And even though I adore my mom friends, I believe that teenagers had to be an easier audience because they're not so set in their beliefs. But as my daughters grew up, as my daughters became teenagers, and I suddenly felt out of my league, lost and lonely on many days, I started to feel deep compassion for moms of teenage girls. I realized how even the best mother-teen-daughter relationships have worries, tensions, and doubts. Raising teenagers is simply not as clear-cut as raising small kids, because as kids grow up, the issues get more complex and the diversity in parenting styles widens. Where my girls were babies and toddlers, I could go to the gym and get advice on potty training or tantrums or sleeping through the night from practically any mom ahead of me. But with older kids, the issues require more privacy, and you also need parents who share your values and goals because it's out of that foundation that decisions are made. 
Looking back, I can see how God spent several years preparing my heart and laying the groundwork for this passion project. In 2016, after my second book came out, I took a long break from book writing because I needed to refuel. I decided to be very careful and patient in whatever I committed to next because I knew from experience that I would spend one year writing a book and another year talking about that book. So any topic I chose had to ignite a fire in me. Well, fast forward to the summer of 2018, and I'm at Opelika, Alabama for a mother-daughter event. After speaking to the girls, I spoke to the moms about how to love a teenager. I always loved giving this talk because it allows me to share mistakes I've made, and it begins with the story of me crying on the floor in my closet because my then 13-year-old daughter and I were stuck in a season of fighting. Our once-close relationship felt strained and cold. That breakdown on my closet floor was my wake-up call. One of those rock-bottom parenting moments where I finally admitted that my pride was keeping me from loving my daughter well. She was growing up, and our relationship had to grow up too. Something had to change, and that change could only begin with me. After I gave this talk in Opelika, several women came up to share their stories. One Southern woman, whose name I regrettably don't know, walked up, pointed at me, and boldly declared, that needs to be your next book. Immediately, the light bulb flashed in my head. The clouds cleared, and after years of waiting for a new book idea to grab me, I finally had an answer. The mother-teen-daughter relationship was something I could easily wrap my heart, my mind, and my arms around. So for the next eight months, I threw myself into a manuscript that became a labor of love. The deeper I dove into it, the more I realized how much I needed the conversations I hoped to start. Now, typically with nonfiction books, you write three chapters and a detailed synopsis for the remaining chapters. You create a book proposal that gets pitched to publishers, and after you sign with a publisher, you work with them to flesh out the manuscript. With this book, however, I wanted to get it on paper without worrying about sales or marketing or numbers or any of those external factors. I knew from the thousands of conversations I've had with moms over the years that there was a need for a book about raising teenage daughters that was realistic yet optimistic a book that could help us parent them with a spirit of strength and not defeat. Only a handful of people knew I was working on this book, and what made it special was how this project felt like it was just me and God. It was an intimate experience with Him that I hadn't felt in a while, and it helped me remember why I started to write in the first place. I was very nervous as my agent pitched this book to publishers, but it too ended up being the best experience. I had the most life-giving conversations with teams at different houses, And what fascinated me was how the common link between every interested acquisitions editor was that they all felt personally connected to the book because they, or a key member of their team, had a daughter. Some had teenage girls, some had little girls, yet the message hit home the same. I signed with W Books, a great boutique agency within Thomas Nelson, and we're in the fun stage now, getting the word out and creating buzz. And what I want moms like you to know is that we don't have to settle for the negative scripts about teenage daughters that society consistently hands us. Even when our daughters are babies, it's so confusing when we have older moms ooing and aahing over our newborns, telling us what angels they are, and five minutes later, their voices turn to doom and gloom as they warn us about what a nightmare girls become as teenagers. The way they put it, our peak parenting experience happens in childhood, for those are the glory days, and it's all downhill from that point on. Frankly, I don't buy into that notion, and that has not been my experience. Now, to be fair, there's definitely truth to what people say about the teenage years because they are super challenging. They are mentally and emotionally exhausting, and I have felt more stressed and anxious and desperate for God in recent years than I ever anticipated as a naive young mom. 
But what I am certain of after writing for teenage girls for years and becoming privy to their inner world and also the realities they face is that they need strong and loving women who can guide them, empower them, protect them, and equip them to handle the harsh realities of life with the comforting truths of the Bible. And unless we have a relationship with these girls, they won't listen to a word we say. If we want to have a voice in the lives of teenage girls today, we have to earn their trust and become people they feel comfortable turning to and talking to. Love Her Well is the book that I wish someone had handed me five years ago as I entered the teenage years with my daughter. My big mistake, one that many moms tend to make, was blaming every problem on my daughter, thinking that she was the only one who needed to change. After years of people warning me about teenagers, I decided their predictions were simply coming true. And the answer, I assured myself, was to navigate this new territory by digging in my heels and showing my daughter who was the boss. As you might imagine, or as you may have experienced in your own home, this strategy backfired because trying to parent a teenager who you don't have a warm relationship with leads to resentment, dismissal, and defiance. Teenagers are not dumb, and they can tell clearly who likes them and sees the good in them. I can't wait to share this book with you, and my prayer is that you will share it with all your mom friends. Today's teenagers face unprecedented challenges, and while God wants us to finish strong in our daughter's final years at home, setting a positive stage for the long-term relationship that may last 30 or 40 years, far longer than the 18 years they spend under our roof, we also have an enemy who wants to deepen every divide and fuel every tension. My hope is that Love Her Well can help you feel less alone, more hopeful, and better equipped to connect with your daughter as she enters young adulthood. I'll share more in the months to come, and you can count on there being a launch team that receives early copies of the manuscript. I would love for you to be part of this launch team, so stay tuned by following me on my blog, on Instagram, and on Facebook. Also, please pre-order your advanced copy of Love Her Well through Amazon or any online retailer, because pre-orders help other moms discover the book and tell retailers to stock up on it because the message is important. As our daughters grow up, we need new ways of connecting with them and helping recognizing the blind spots that make us believe we're always right and only our teenagers need to change. Lover Well is not a guide on how to fix your daughter or how to control her, but rather ideas on how to strengthen and deepen your connection, resolve conflict, learn from your mistakes, and most importantly, lean on God for help and let Him love you as you love your daughter. Today's girls have the entire world telling them what's wrong with them. They need mothers who tell them what's right with them. Rather than say, this is impossible, we can say, this requires effort, but my daughter is worth it. We love because God loved us first. We don't give up on our child because God doesn't give up on us. Hope begins when we decide we want more than what society tells us, and we work toward finding harmony during our daughter's final years at home. There are no guarantees in life or in parenting, but there is peace in knowing that we've loved our daughters well and obeyed God. My oldest daughter graduates next year, and I could cry just thinking about it, and I'm so thankful that I didn't see her teenage years as simply a season to survive. Many of my favorite memories with her and her sisters have actually occurred in recent years, and though adolescence is definitely a challenging season, it can also be a very rich and rewarding season, too. Whether you and your daughter are in a great place already or hanging by a thread, this book will open your eyes to the realities that she faces enrich your connection, and help you help your daughter learn how to stand on her own two feet. Make plans now to get this book and study it with a small group of moms you trust and respect. Expect it to give you a launching pad for conversations that may answer your personal questions while allowing you to protect your daughter's privacy. Every chapter tackles a different subject related to girls that can help you be more intentional, 
empathetic, and effective. They're designed to cultivate a new mindset that inspires Christ-like love in your relationship and your home. We serve a mighty God who chose you to be your daughter's mother. Since God doesn't make mistakes, you can be confident of this decision, even if you lose confidence in yourself. I can't wait to encourage you with this book, and I know already that God will use many of you to encourage me when I fail and lose hope. Together, we can lift each other up and dust each other off, showing our daughters what it looks like for women to support women, especially in the journey of motherhood. Friends, I am so grateful you tuned in today. If you enjoyed the show, please subscribe on iTunes or wherever you listen and leave a rating to review to help others find it. To continue the conversation, find me on Instagram or Facebook and share your stories about raising daughters. None of us have all the answers, but by putting our hearts and minds together, we can figure out a lot.